Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Local Memo, Sochi's podcast where we focus on recent changes and updates in the local search space in order to help you prepare for the week ahead. I'm Dustin Hayes, Director of Brand Marketing and PR at Sochi, and I'm joined by my co-host, Damian Rawson, Sochi's Director of Market Insights. Thanks for joining us today. Now, let's jump into this week's memo. Hello, in our first item for this week, a new class action lawsuit has been filed against Google by the operator of six Lime Fresh Mexican Grill restaurants in Miami, alleging that the company dealt unfairly with the restaurant and with consumers by posting order online links in its Google listings that showcase third-party ordering platforms. According to the suit, Google both violated the restaurant's intellectual property rights and deliberately fooled customers into thinking they were ordering from the restaurant directly. The suit alleges that Google intercepted, quote-unquote, some 1,000 orders between January and August 2020 that otherwise would have been taken by one of the six restaurant locations directly, charging up to 30% to the restaurant in fees and taking some of the profits. Any U.S. restaurant with an ordering button on its Google profile is invited to join in the class action. Launched in 2019, the Order Online button for restaurants once only permitted third-party services, but now allows the restaurant to list its own delivery and pickup options and to have them appear first. Despite these changes, the new legal action takes the position, echoed in recently proposed congressional legislation, that online platforms like Google are assuming a right to represent businesses online that more properly falls to the businesses themselves. Next, a new post from Meta for Business reports that social shopping is continuing to grow. According to the post, 41% of consumers say they shop daily or weekly via smartphone, compared with only 12% five years ago, and some 48% of social media users say they've made a purchase via a social platform. The post identifies three important trends in social commerce. First, people want to buy based on trusted recommendations from their friends, from groups they belong to, and from influencers, creators, and celebrities. Brands can earn consumer trust by acting as a source of these trusted recommendations. Second, 56% of global consumers say it's important that a brand shares their values, and many consumers are looking for brands to uphold their commitment to shopping sustainably. Third, consumers are showing interest in immersive tools, such as live shopping and AR try-on, that help them experience products before purchasing. Meta believes these immersive experiences will pave the way toward commerce in the metaverse. Next, we have a post from SEO expert Lily Ray. She gave a detailed and informative talk on EAT for local businesses at the last WhiteSpark Local Search Summit, and this talk is now available as a blog post on the WhiteSpark site. As you may know, EAT, or EAT, stands for Expertise, Authority, and Trust, and is often used to convey the criteria that Google applies when deciding how to rank websites, especially those that have information or offer services that can have a large impact on a user's health and happiness, so-called YMYL or Your Money or Your Life sites. Ray explains that EAT is important in many other ways as a test of trustworthiness and that EAT standards help to guide Google's decisions as to whether and how a business should be represented in its knowledge graph. In Google's Quality Rater Guidelines, 
A restaurant website is given as an example of an authoritative site because it offers reliable and thorough information about itself, including its contact information, but also its history, details about its owners, what visitors can expect, and so on. Businesses following many of the same best practices that can help with local ranking and conversion will also be conveying to Google the qualities that the EAT standard looks for, such as complete business profiles, up-to-date hours, and images that show your real staff and location. To go the extra mile, businesses should create content that showcases their expertise, and multi-location businesses should add content to each local store page that offers something distinct, whether it's the history of that location, comments from employees, or info on local events or city highlights. Local Search Forum user Professor M has reported that attributes have made their way into the search interface for Google Business Profiles, another sign that Google is working to migrate all prior Google My Business dashboard features into search, and maps for that matter. Although most international fields in Google Profiles could be modified in search under the Edit Profile button, attributes before this update could only be edited in the Google Business Profile Manager dashboard. The search version of the attributes editor is somewhat more user-friendly, walking users through steps and explaining where information will appear. You can find screenshots of this on our blog. A blog post from Yelp's Chad Richard claims that Yelp content is now available in more than half of new automobiles sold in the U.S. The post notes that Yelp has integrations with dozens of automotive brands, including Ford and Audi, and that the Yelp Fusion Automotive, a car-specific version of its Fusion development platform, works seamlessly with automotive tech, such as Converse conversational AI, and telenav mapping and navigation. In addition to cars, Yelp content forms a local information layer in many consumer apps and products. Outside well-known examples like Apple Maps, Amazon Alexa, and newly added to Uber, for instance, Yelp offers tire installer recommendations for Simple Tire, as well as local content for Neva, a privacy-focused search engine. And last for today, Sterling Sky's Colin Nielsen has just published this year's edition of the Local SEO Black Belt Quiz. For the fourth year in a row, this quiz is likely to offer a roller coaster ride through the landscape of local SEO, from the highs to the lows and everything in between. The quiz last year, completed by over 700 people, had some tough questions, even for those of us who like to think that we keep up with the latest in local news. Uh, give it a try this year and see where you stand. You can find a link to the quiz on our blog. That's a wrap on this week's memo. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check us out at meetsoshi.com and the Soshi blog, where you'll find more information about the topics we've covered here. You can also subscribe to the local memo on your favorite podcast service so you'll never miss an episode. I'm Dustin Hayes, along with Damian Rawlson, and we'll see you next week on the local memo.